Welcome back, everybody. This is Lauren and Sylvie with Embodied Experiences for episode six. And today we're going to be talking about authenticity and really coming into our own. Um, Something that's really been coming to Sylvie and my heart lately is this realization of our own authenticity. You know, the journey we've been walking to really reach that true authenticity that we have always been in search of. And and really it's about just loving ourselves and really owning who we are and not making excuses for it or trying to change for other people and their opinions. And let's face it, in this life, we, we meet people, we have experiences, we have heartbreaks that, that sort of mold us and shape us and kind of can take us away from you know, our true light. And uh, today we really just want to kind of delve a little deeper into what authenticity means to us. So uh, I'm going to pass it over to Sylvie to uh, get her first take and thoughts, kind of what she's been working through and feeling these last couple days. Uh, This one's really from the heart, guys. I mean, they all are. (laughs) But, uh, you know, something that her and I have really been channeling lately. So Sylvie, over to you about authenticity and, and just coming into who you are. Where are you at? What are you working through? I'd love to hear and, uh, you know, we can keep this conversation rolling. Thank you, Lauren. And thanks to everyone tuning in and listening episode six. And I am super excited to talk about this idea of authenticity as it is something that comes up a lot something we hear being um, discussed in yoga classes or in just heart-to-heart conversations with our friends and family. And so being authentic to me means being genuine and honest and owning your truth, whether wherever you are in that moment. And so the truth doesn't mean it's right or wrong or anything like this just but being just genuinely open about where it is you are in any given moment and owning both light and dark sides of who you are as a person your experiences what it is you're going through and I think when we're able to kind of lay all of our cards out on the table we really can be more receptive to what it is that we are seeking. So I say this meaning I think there's a lot of comparison culture going on. I think that there is an innate uh, desire for us to want to connect with those around us so we may bend or break our own sort of values or experiences or opinions because we want to be approved by others um and and there's nothing wrong with that to but it can get to the point where you might be swirling and and kind of lost in the idea of what it is that you are expected to be and lose sight of who you are and that's something that's a daily practice um i felt personally when i had gone away and had lived in an ashram and had dedicated myself to yoga and spiritual communities and um, conscious conversations for for a few years, I was really able to kind of separate myself from 
um, who I thought I was supposed to be, right? And it was, you know, I learned so much, so many good conversations, philosophies, theories, um, taking time to really rebuild this relationship I had with myself, breaking down old ideas and figuring out what's mine, what might be a result of interactions I've had in the past, this, that, and everything else. And so coming into modern day society where there is just so much pressure to be a certain way, to kind of fall into the lines of what is successful, to follow maybe cultural expectations of where you should be in a, in, in your lifetime and um, trying to attain what is associated with happiness and all these things, I, I find it really more challenging to be authentic. And so it takes work, it takes effort, it takes checking in with the relationship you have with yourself in order to show up honestly and Sometimes the truth isn't always pretty, right? So it's being able to own both the lightness and the darkness that resides within yourself. So being able to be really open. And that's something that's been challenging for me personally is kind of owning sometimes feelings that may make maybe just not so happy, right? Like sadness, um, heaviness in my heart if I'm feeling um, maybe discouraged or doubtful or fearful and rather than trying to kind of compensate for those feelings and hide them, I'm practicing just being way more honest about them and um, trying to stay out of victimhood or anything like that. But rather just being like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is who I am. And I'm going to unapologetically show up this way and, and um, connect from that place and that's kind of where I'm at. It's it's not always easy with, I think, certain people. You can, you know, you have connections in your life where it feels like coming home and, and like, connection I have with you, Lauren. That's, I think, how we got to this point in our lives just so quickly, being able to share and, and talk and feel completely safe. And then those connections, it's like a, it's like a, a practice ground of what it means to be authentic. And, um... I think doing that in situations where it doesn't always feel so safe and and figuring out how to kind of break through those barriers is is um hard but so valuable and so worth it. So those are some um kind of off the heart ideas of where I'm at right now and I know that probably was a little bit of a tangent so I'm curious what what you think about that if if that's something that resonates with you um and if 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 you have any way to relate to that and and if you find yourself in situations um that can challenge the ability to operate from this place Sylvie, I think you're completely spot on. And there's a couple of things that kind of stood out to me as you were talking. And I think, you know, most notably was when you were talking about living in an ashram, having really meaningful conversations. And it really just brought me back to environments. You know, I think that when we're truly able to be our most authentic selves, our external environment is helping us 
stay in that authenticity, right? So it's so important that our external environment is a, I don't know, like a mirror of what we want or, or it's, uh, um, or it or or our external environment is truly authentic as well, right? Um, I think about my current living situation in Germany, and you know, for all intents and purposes, to kind of give an idea, it's like a commune. <laughs> um, we live that close to some fellow Americans. Um, like literally, I can look out uh, my door and I can see into the next person's house, uh, and you know, we talk, and we're actually, you know, we've been building a really great relationship. But then just, you know, diagonally from my house, you know, literally a stone's throw, like I could toss a rock and I can't throw very far, Um, but I can hit this woman's door or this family's door. And I find it difficult to be authentic with them, you know, and so let me break this down a little bit more. So these people that I can see into their house, like we've been really having a lot of heartfelt conversations. Anytime something doesn't make sense, we ask for clarification, um, and we're just, you know, we're growing together. We're loving each other, but we're also, you know, cr- you know, being a little bit critical because, you know, there's certain things that we understand differently and, but we're having the hard conversations, right? So I think authenticity really requires the hard conversations. Um, but then the, the house just diagonal from us, this other family, um, it's really difficult to have truly authentic conversations. Um, and I think it's mostly because it just feels like there is a wall there or, or a guard or, or I'm not quite sure really what to put my finger on, but it just feels like when we have conversations, um, I can't just speak freely. And maybe it's because they don't speak freely either. And, and, and I don't know, that's maybe something they're working through. Um, but I think ultimately it comes down to our external, like, where are we with the people around us and are we feeling like we're able to just upfront honestly convey what it is we're thinking without like oh let me think about this over and over again before i say the words that i want to say to them um you know so i guess you know and i'm not saying it quite right so so it's not only having like the easy conversations but it's being able to be in a space that you can have the hard conversations and i think that's really when authenticity like shines through because because the hard conversations are so fruitful and, you know, they just don't happen enough. And, you know, the hard conversations aren't necessarily just sharing about your past and about, you know, the hard things in your life. I mean, it definitely could be, maybe that's the phase of authenticity that you're in. But I know for me, like, I, I, I know the experiences that I've had. I'm so happy to share them because I think they're just, they're so beautiful. Um, and I've had a lot of hard experiences. I mean, some of them we've, we've shared on the podcast already. Um, but I think for me that the hard conversations now are about like every day living day in, day out with each other. Right. So it's, you know, it's about like, oh, you said something and I wasn't quite sure what you meant by that. I feel okay going, hey, I didn't quite understand what that meant. Can we talk about that some more? You know, instead of feeling awkward that I don't know what you meant by it and I'm just going to like, uh, okay, like I'm going to try to not let it bother me while it's like spinning around in my head. So I don't know if that kind of made sense with that example, but, you know, authenticity and environments, I mean, truly the environment that we are choosing to be in with, you know, in community with other people, um, in a space where we work, you know, that really can drive our own authenticity. 
Sylvie, I mean, does that make sense? Are, are you are you getting what I'm saying? Or or maybe maybe something that I said, you know, brought to light something something else for you. Yeah, that makes perfect sense and really great examples. I'm so happy that you brought up the fact that, yeah, the external environment has such an important influence on how we're able to show up authentically. You know, I think when we're behind a closed door in our, in, in our own space, it's easy to be authentic with ourselves in which we don't have to show up for somebody else so we can take away those expectations, ideas, roles, kind of put them off to the side for a moment and check in and show up for ourselves. And that's great. And then being able to connect with others does require a two-way street, right? For that relationship to really um, kind of grow in an authentic way. And I think that's where the work of authenticity becomes really, really cool because, you know, I myself have started to kind of realize that sometimes if I'm in a relationship or in a friendship or building a connection with maybe a client or a patient or meeting someone new, um, not expecting it right away, but over time, seeing where the comfort level is for both people and seeing how much we're able to open up and create that space to willingly share and express in a way that's not critical or judgmental or pressured. Um, and then from there, I think once you feel safe within that environment and you feel that there's an ability to be accepted, um, kind of a cliche term, flaws and all, then you can kind of like put that guard down, put that wall down and just be. And that is so liberating, so refreshing, yet it's interesting how it's so challenging because um, you know, I think we're kind of each conditioned to judge and have biases and opinions. And when you do that inner work of connecting to who you are as a person, I think you can almost start to mirror that in the connections with others. So like the more I've worked on accepting maybe harder parts of myself, things I don't necessarily like, or, um, yeah, like the more I've worked on accepting myself, I think I find it easier to connect with others and accept them because I try it, it, it takes away like mm, judgment. And so from there, the relationship can start to grow, if that makes sense. Um, trying to collect my thoughts here as I'm talking about this because I just get really excited because I couldn't agree more that environment has that. So then going back if i find myself trying to connect to somebody and that wall is up that guard is up you know i have come to realize that sometimes maybe i need to approach it in a more authentic way that can make the other person feel a bit more safe and then we can go from there or maybe there's something showing up in that person that's not really that's kind of signaling my body that maybe i can't open up a certain amount and then maybe there's just not a need to be authentic in that connection because maybe it's like you know what if I can't be authentic and I can't really just speak from the heart and and be in my own truth without their feeling like there's some judgment or repercussion then perhaps this connection has a limitation and that can be totally okay right like 
maybe the purpose of that connection with that person is only meant to serve a certain, um, oh my God, I can't even think, a certain um, purpose versus with some connections, you know, you show up authentically, it grows and grows and grows, you learn from each other and, and those are great people to have in your life. And then, um, yeah, so environment makes a huge difference. Um, and I think that's something I've definitely been noticing too. Like for instance, the other day I felt I had some thoughts going on in my head and I was feeling really, really anxious and my body, I could tell my body was having this like visceral response of fear based on some things I was thinking about. Um, and I went to work and I remember going to work that day and just like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm here, I'm professional, I can kind of like put that to the side. But I, I work with such a great team and we're almost like, you know, we're so close. We're basically like what I consider to be family at this point. You know, we spend so much time together. And um, I remember I, I walked in and and I was like, yeah, I'm cool. And then um, one of my coworkers came up to me and was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, you know, when you're feeling a little anxious, sometimes that's the most liberating question to be asked, but also can be so irritating if you're trying to, yeah, of course I'm okay, but you feel like, okay, you actually notice. So I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. Um, you know, and I was getting positive feedback from everybody I was working with, the environment I was in, and within two hours, I was like, I belong here. Like, you're okay. Like, it's okay that you feel anxious. People, you know, people are still respecting you and want you to be here no matter what state you're in. And over time, I start to feel okay. And that anxiety kind of goes away and I can show up because almost like in um, that anxious moment, it's like that ability to be authentic starts to feel harder. Not that it, it, it it's a, it's harder to, to kind of show up because you're like trying to protect this thing, right? So I went home that night and I was like, you know, I'm so grateful that I have an environment where I don't only feel safe, I feel like I belong. And that's what's allowed me to really just be myself there because the experience has showed me that like it's okay to just be you. And so I'm able to be authentic with others. And um, yeah, that's a really, really great example. And I think you can just, you know, the one with your neighbors is perfect and we can apply that to, to so many different things. And Lauren, thank you for the example of asking the question, hey, you said this, and I'm not quite sure I understand, and what did you mean by that um, in regards to the relationship you have with your neighbor? And I thought that was so great, and one of the many reasons why I love speaking to you, or, or if I have a problem, I know I can turn to you and ask for some advice, because it's really a practical tool, like going back to some uh, previous podcasts we talked about, about um, clarifying. I think when we can clarify things and, and do that in an authentic way with those around us or in our environment, it creates that open space. So I was wondering if you had maybe any other examples or ideas of questions or um, communication examples that you could provide that would be helpful when feeling like you want to create those authentic relationships maybe just, maybe with yourself and with others man what an episode this has turned into so many fabulous things i think have come out of this conversation and um i love this last question that you've asked me sylvie about more tangible tools and i think you know the tools really come when we understand 
where we are coming from. And you said it right at the end there about belonging. You know, I think we all just want to feel like we belong. And when you feel like you belong, it's not hard to be authentic. It's not hard to be the real you. And, you know, you and I both have given some really tangible experiences, you know, whether in our living environment or in our work environment, you know, but I really think that we should be seeking to feel that belonging. And I think we do that naturally. It's not something that we really have to work that hard on. Um, but I think it's maybe noticing when you feel like you belong. Cause then when you notice that, then you can notice your authenticity. So then also, you know, contrast that or, or contrary to that, um, uh, that wasn't the right word. <laughs> Anyways, opposite of that, um, when you sense that you don't belong or you feel like you don't belong, that's, I think, the space that, you know, that self-awareness of like, okay, something's off here, you know, oh, it's that I don't really feel like I belong. And so then maybe getting down to the bottom of maybe clarifying or removing some assumptions in the in 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 the environment that you're in so that you can start to feel the belonging and then really be able to be authentic, really be able to be your real self. Um, I'm not saying that something like this, you know, happens overnight or that you can, you know, just quickly flip the switch. Um, but I think the self-awareness piece just goes a really long way. And, you know, to use or to continue on the example of our neighbors, um, I think that for me, I'm completely aware that I don't necessarily feel like I can be my real self because there is a belonging disconnection there. I just, there's, there's a lot of barriers. There's a lot of layers there. Um, and so for me, I honestly, I turn to prayer. I turn to God and I, and I allow myself the space to be okay with the fact that, okay, you know, I'm not there yet, but, but what can I do next? And, and I think usually the step is always just to show up, you know, just continue to show up, continue to be loving of, of that person that I'm, that I'm, you know, interacting with. So in this case, my neighbors, um, and continue to just try to get to know them. I mean, uh, I think that being myself around them, um, definitely I, I keep that because I, I don't feel comfortable yet. But I'm, I mean, and especially because I'm in this living environment with them, right? Um, I am hopeful. So I'm not losing hope. Uh, and I'll just continue to show up and show love. And, and, you know, it's not like I have to do it every day. I think we definitely can put boundaries in our lives where it's just too draining to continue to show up. And so, you know, we're like, you know, we say no to certain things or, um, you know, we're, we're not in the environment with them all the time. I do think that there's going to have to be like a, you know, we need to sit down and have a talk, uh, especially me and, um, and, and the female, the, the other mother uh, in the situation, maybe not the father. <laughs> That's all whole another layer of that situation but you know Sylvie really to just kind of cap it with the with the environment piece I think that when we're really able to truly be ourselves and you brought it up in the work piece and I the same in my work piece um, you know I work professionally in network marketing and I have such a wonderful team and the people that I work with just you know they, they just ooze 
thriving. Like they're excited about life. They're excited about what they do and it gets me fired up. So that's really, you know, kind of my takeaway for environment is that when you surround yourself with people that are just as like excited or, or, or maybe even more so than you are, that can bring you up and that can really help your authenticity shine through. Um, you know, and, and then to the point of the living situation that I have been giving the example of, um, you just show up and you love and and eventually i think being able to truly authentically be yourself um will happen um but um yeah it's a lot of self-awareness it's a lot of um you know understanding your own feelings and and being okay with setting the boundaries when um when you just need to take space and time for yourself so, man, uh, we, I think we are almost going to hit a 30 minute mark. So a new record for, for this podcast. Um, I'm super stoked to share this one. Any parting thoughts from you, Sylvie? Thanks, Lauren, for wrapping that up so beautifully. You hit so many really great points there. And yeah, I mean, just showing up, that's so important and giving yourself giving those around you time and space to open up to build connections I think knowing that it is a process and creating safety for each other to feel comfortable and to kind of not feel judged is really important and I think you know one last other closing thought I had in this practice of showing up authentically is also a practice of dropping self-judgment. I think when going back to the point earlier about how we treat each other and how the work that we do within ourselves can become mirrored in our relationships. So I think as we soften up, as we allow our feelings to come up and move through us if we can do so in a way in which we're not judging them but rather just like noticing accepting uh, creating choices around them to like you said either put up boundaries or uh, maybe take time to step away from relationships to give them breathing room or to step out of certain situations so you can collect yourself and then come back continue to show up and that's the practice. So I guess, you know, watching yourself judgments, because as those judgments fade, that's an energy that is really strong within a person. And so you can show up and if you're not quick to judge yourself, you're also not going to be quick to judge others. And that creates that feeling of safety and creates that feeling of belonging. And it is... um in order for it to kind of grow and thrive and for those environments that we talked about, like for instance, in my work and the environment in your work, it takes the part of everybody to show up authentically in order for it to continue to evolve. So um, checking assumptions, clarifying, working on dropping self-judgment and then fully owning yourself um, in all shapes, forms and states and knowing that things change on a day-to-day basis, but as long as you continue to show up and choose love for yourself and for others, um, the ability to be authentic becomes an evolution of the soul. So 
great conversation. Um, it's like, this is kind of cool that we hit 30 minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And I'm sure as we continue to open up and have these conversations, they may just get longer. So we'll see. So I look forward to hearing um, your opinions, your thoughts, comments, and uh, look forward to hearing, uh, talking to you guys soon. Sylvie, thanks so much for the great conversation. What a wonderful way to wrap things up, guys. Thank you again for tuning in with Sylvie and Lauren and Embodied Experiences. Until next time.